This is your host, Nick Riley, and you're listening to the One Day Advice Podcast. Together, we're going to take a ride inside the world of personal finance. I'm going to give you a fully transparent, behind-the-scenes look into the financial services industry, helping you to optimize your financial life along the way. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Employee Stock Purchase Plan, or the ESPP for short. And ultimately, we're going to provide some guidance and recommendations around optimizing your ESPP benefit through the employer that you currently work for. Uh, Some of you might not have an ESPP uh, or have been able to participate in the past, uh, but hopefully when you're looking for new jobs or uh, you're taking advantage of your current employee benefits package, uh, this will be helpful for you. So uh, we're going to be covering what is an ESPP. Uh, We're going to cover how it works, the mechanics and taxes behind it. Uh, and then we're going to wrap up with our recommendations. Uh, should you sell right away or hold? Uh, and what order should you fund and take advantage of the 401k, ESPP, and other retirement accounts? Uh, you have recommendations like that that are uh, meaningful for a lot of the clients that we work with and a lot of the people we've worked with uh, in, in the years past. So first off, what is a employee stock purchase plan? A uh, it essentially is a benefit that is offered employees uh, of publicly traded companies only, uh, enabling them to purchase shares of the company's stock at a discount through payroll deductions. So uh, you're offered a uh, offering period, and during that period of time, you are going to be withholding a portion of your income in order to purchase company stock. So uh, the discount benefit and the offer period might range between different companies, and we'll get into a little bit of those details shortly. So how does the ESPP work? You're given an upfront enrollment period prior to getting into the ESPP. So you would review your uh, employer's documentations on this employee benefit, and it's ultimately up to you to decide the percentage of your paycheck you're willing to defer to buy company stock at a discount. And that percentage that you're willing to defer is, is you know, there's typical uh, restrictions that, that each employer will offer. Uh, you might be able to withhold up to 15% of your income. And then the discount itself for the ESPP uh, can range anywhere, you know, maximum of 15%. And that's typically what we see a lot of is that 15% discount. And some companies may have a minimum contribution to participate as well. So you might have to withhold at least 5 or 10% of income, depending on the program offered by your employer. Offer periods are oftentimes 12 or 18 months, and they're comprised of two or three six-month purchase periods. So during those purchase periods, your payroll contributions uh, accrue, and they are eventually used to purchase shares uh, on the last day of each purchase period. So you might be wondering, like, why why six months? Well, it ultimately is a, there to allow you to maximize the benefit of receiving stock at a 15% discount on the lower of the first day or last day of the offer period. So uh, to paint a picture on this, if your offer period begins on December 1st and ends on June 1st, a six-month period, when June 1st comes around, 
all of your income that is withheld during that six-month period will be used to purchase stock at the lower price of December 1st or June 1st. And with that 15% discount, uh, you're essentially guaranteed a 15% return if you were to sell uh, right when you exercise. And the potential of making more on that would be if the stock appreciated significantly during that period and you were able to exercise at the much lower price point uh, on that December 1st or June 1st timeframe. And that option of being able to take the lower price is called a look back provision, which most employers uh, plans offer within the ESPP. So various scenarios that you might come about is you know, the stock goes up during this period of time. Well, that's obviously a big win for you. So you're going to get a discount on the exercise price of 15%, but then also be able to participate in the price appreciation of the stock during that period. Well, on the flip side, if the stock goes down, it's still a win for you. So, and that's because you're still getting that 15% discount on the purchase price of the stock at the lower, lowest price point uh, between the beginning or end of that offer period. So uh, either way, you're looking at a 15% discount on the stock. If you were to sell it right away, that's 15% gain over a six-month period, uh, which is a you know, significantly good return. Uh, and you essentially, the price you pay is you know, being willing to withhold uh, income for a six-month period. So how are you taxed on ESPPs? Well, the gain that you receive from the discount on buying the shares at the end of your offer period that gain, that immediate gain that you get is going to be taxed at your ordinary income tax rate. And the appreciation from the stock, you know, after you've exercised, uh, would be taxed as at your capital gains tax rate. And there's two types of capital gains. There's short-term capital gains and long-term capital gains. Short-term is if you sold right away after exercising, uh, or held for less than a year. And short-term capital gains are taxed at your income tax bracket rate. Long-term capital gains, on the other hand, is for those who hold on to the stock for over a year. And the capital gains rates for long-term gains are much more uh, preferable than the short-term because you're, you can either be taxed at 0%, 15%, or 20%. Most of the time it's 15% and it's all based on income. Uh, for example, you know, the 0% income rate uh, or the 0% tax rate is for income less than 40,000 if you're single or 80, less than 80,000 if you're married. So most of the people uh, I find that we work with are paying cap long-term capital gains in the 15% bracket or the 20% bracket. Okay, so now we're going to get into some of the recommendations that I have on what to do with the recently purchased shares uh, after the offer period ex uh, ends for your ESPP. And there's essentially two schools of thought here. There's one, you being you know, just selling right away, or two, holding on to the stock and for over a year and 
getting the preferential tax treatment on that. Let's dive into why you might want to sell right away. And the biggest reason is uh, you need the money. Uh, You've withheld income for six months. Uh, Maybe, you know, if if you are living paycheck to paycheck, that could be a difficult thing to do. Uh, So you may, you know, to to prevent going into debt or getting into a negative uh, cash flow situation, uh, you you would want to sell your ESPP shares right away and you know make sure that you aren't going into further debt because of these uh, withheld contributions. The second reason you might want to sell right away is that you've already got a lot of exposure to your employer. You might already own a lot of company stock. You might have restricted stock units or RSUs that are coming in uh, periodically. Uh, your income is attached to the employer. You receive your benefits through the employer. So uh, there's a lot of risk there to having all of your eggs in one basket, per se, uh, with an employer. And another reason, reason to sell right away is that you've already received a great return. There's nothing wrong with a 15% return over a six-month period on your money. Uh, that's that's you know, more than the average annual return in the stock market. So that is something that you can feel comfortable locking in and feeling like you got a good deal. And you know, another reason to sell is just full diversification of your investment portfolio. So just reducing that overall exposure to any one single stock. Now, if you want to consider holding on to the stock, you know, things to consider is, you know, you know, this might be a good option for you if you really don't need the money. Uh, if you are comfortable with the direction that your company or employer is going and believe in it in the long term and are fine with having that, that excess ex- exposure to your company stock, then by all means, you know, feel free to hold on to that stock and, uh, you know, sell it after a year or more and be able to get that that uh, preferential tax treatment for long-term capital gains. An alternative to the holding strategy is to sell right away and repurchase within a retirement account. So by doing this, you are going to pay the taxes up front for the immediate benefit that you receive from the discount on the SBP, but then you repurchase it inside a retirement account, which then will grow either tax deferred if it's in a traditional IRA or tax free if it's in a Roth IRA. So if you really believe in the company and want to hold long term, you will get a greater benefit from repurchasing the stock inside your own personal IRA. So another piece of uh, advice that I have for you in this episode is you know, how, how should you prioritize your company benefits? If your company offers a 401k with an employer match uh, and also an ESPP, our recommendation is to contribute to your 401k first up to the employer match. Uh, that's, that's free money that you'd be giving up otherwise. Uh, so make sure that you do that first things first. And then second, uh, you want to max out your ESPP. That 15% discount uh, on, on money withheld 
from your pay is is a significant benefit, and that's a return that that is you know, greater than the annual return in the stock market on a typical basis. So that is a, a benefit that we highly recommend maxing out. If you still have money beyond that that you're willing to defer income to, then you can go back to maxing out your 401k and contributing to a Roth IRA or traditional IRA as well. So the key takeaways of this episode is that the ESPP is a great company benefit and should be maxed out. Uh, If you have the cash flow to withhold income for six months at a time, uh, all the more reason to maximize this company benefit and get that discount on your company stock. Whether you sell uh, right away or hold on, uh, I encourage you to not get greedy or let the tax tail wag the dog. Uh, you don't want to typically have taxes be the determining factor in why you are holding on to a stock. Uh, so you know, don't worry about holding on to a stock for a full year in order to save taxes because there's there's added risk in holding on to the stock and you could potentially see your gains get depleted uh, or even lose money. If you choose to hold, uh, just make sure that you understand the risks attached to that. And then when it comes to prioritizing your company benefits between a 401k and ESPP, uh, we recommend contributing to your 401k up to the employer match. Uh, if there is no employer match, uh, make sure you max out that ESPP first. Uh, if there is an employer match, you contribute up to that point and then max out your ESPP. And then if you still have excess income that you're willing to defer, then maxing out your 401k along with your IRA would be the next step. So hopefully this was helpful for you. Would love to hear your feedback, but thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Nick Riley, the founder of One Day Advice. If you like what you've heard, we'd greatly appreciate your help in spreading the word. After all, we are financial educators, not marketers. Thanks for listening and remember to leave us a review. Nick Riley is the founder of One Day Advice, an independent fiduciary and fee-only registered investment advisor. Nick serves as a wealth advisor and educator to his clients. All opinions expressed by Nick and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of One Day Advice. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment or financial decisions.